Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Souls Outside. Today, we're going to get started by talking about how words are a label of a label of a label, label etc. Um, before we bring on Tavares Hogan's, who is the who's of True Seven CBD, um, we're going to learn a little bit about his story. He's in a fascinating way that he stays connected with nature that I love. Uh, before we get into his soul print section, where he shares with us two words uh, that are foundational uh, for him in his life. Check it out. Welcome to Souls Outside, where we're all about finding the trail to stay true to your path. We do this by inviting featured guests on every show to share with you how you can follow in their soul prints so you can choose which trail maps you need to continue on your journey. My name is Shannon Pohl, and I'm loving having navigated my own pivot from engineering to now being a master results coach and hypnotherapist, plus a forest guide who loves going getting outside so we can learn from the nature, foster stewardship, and really amplify our successes our successes by being outside in nature. I'm so excited to have you join our today's episode. Welcome to Souls Outside. All right, hello everybody. Uh, so today I'm super excited to start by talking about how words are a label of a label of a label of a label, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, which I, I find fascinating. And you know that this is true because you know that there's things in life where you're like, oh, isn't like, aren't you happy right now? And people are like, nah, I'm kind of excited. And you're like, okay, well, like, how are those different? How are those the same? Um, and how we've learned words um, is partially how we experience them. And to back up a little bit, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about how our brain processes information because this is really how the label of a label of a label works is because when we hear something or read something, um, I mean, well, how we experience anything through any of our five senses, FACOG, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, our nose, or gustatory, our mouth, um, impacts how we react. Um, so all of this information comes in through our five senses and it gets processed, initially gets processed through some different filters um, that are gonna delete, distort, and generalize the information. Which really makes sense because in our lives we're exposed to, I think science has come up, gotten to 9 million bits of information every second. Might be higher. At least 9 million bits of information of every second of every day. And really, that's just too much information for us to consciously have to think through all of it. If that's the, were the case, I would probably still be thinking about something that happened when I was three years old if I had to process through every little bit of information. And that's just really no way to be efficient at life. And so what our brains does first is deletes, distorts, generalizes. So it deletes unimportant information. So for instance, uh, where you are right now, do you, what temperature is your room? Now, now that you're thinking about it, you might, now that I've mentioned it, you might actually be thinking about it. Now, if you were in a room that was cold, you were freezing, shivering a little bit, you might have been like, ah, it's really cold, really quick. And like, why are you asking me that, Shannon? On the other hand, if you were like we were a few weeks ago in the middle of a heat wave, maybe sweat is like really beautifully dripping down your face. Um, and you're like, it's really hot here and it's really hot. Whereas like for me right now, I'm in just a neutral 
comfortable place. Not too warm, not too cold, kind of having that Goldilocks situation going on. And so I, I wasn't really thinking about it until I thought about it, because this is the example I almost always use uh, when I'm sharing this concept. So until someone brings it to your awareness, things get deleted because it's unimportant. We don't need our brains. They're like, we don't need to deal with this. So we're just not thinking about it. Um, so it's deleting information. Generalizing is when it's like, it's, it's like something else. Um, so, I mean, if you've listened to one of our previous episodes, your brain's going to generalize this experience a little bit to other episodes that you've listened or watched um, before. Same kind of ideas, even if this is the first time you're joining us on Souls Outside, if you've ever watched a video, if you're watching this, or if you've ever listened to, well, any audio, um, especially if you've listened to a podcast before, then your brain is, did a little bit of a generalization to, to that, it's, you know, kind of that initial assumption that it'll be like that experience, even though we're clearly totally different than anything you've ever done before. Um, all right. So it's generalization and distortion is when it kind of just skews stuff a little bit. It's going to be like, well, you said butterfly, but I'm really just going to think about flies. And we're just going to distort that a little bit because of the other things that are going on in our brains. So these are the first three main filters uh, that happen to compress information. Because ultimately we're going to go through those main three filters. Then there's a number of other filters that our, um, that our information goes through. Because uh, it has to go through all the filters of, of our natures, our meta programs, our values, our life experiences. Uh, there's so many more way beyond today's uh, little snapshot. There's like all, so delete, distort, dis delete, distort, generalize. And it's going to go through all the filters and all the criteria of who we are, our nature, goes through all of that to then come out with seven plus or minus two bits of information that creates a picture in our mind. Um, now avoid trying to visualize everything because as we talked about uh, in the previous episodes, how we process information uh, is different. So it might be kinesthetic or auditory or visual. That was in episode three. So go back and check that out if you want more info. And so anyways, we create a picture based on this picture. That's what impacts how we feel about it, our emotions. Also, how we're holding our body, it's going to all impact on that before we even get to an external evidence, an external action or word or anything like that. So that's a super quick version of how our brains process information, which is where words come in, because words have power and words have weight. And so as Tavares is going to share with us in our third section today, he has two words that are key in his world, very foundational and impact a lot of the direction he takes um, in life. And as you hear the two words, I heard them like, those are cool. Not quite right for Shannon. I would have different words and such cool words. Um, because as I hear them, I have, you know, it goes through all of my filters and I have a picture of that word. So say the word was... I'm only having ridiculous words in my head right now. I wanted a somewhat normal one. Um, power. Say the word was power. It's not. Say the word was power. Um, I have a pic like through my filters and my pictures and based on my lived experiences, I have a certain picture and response to the word power. Now it might vary a little bit depending on what context it's put in. 
you know, the power of a motor versus personal power. And I have a picture of what that means. And you'll have a different picture of what that means. It could be similar. If we've had similar lived experiences, uh, it might be very similar. Or there's, I mean, power is one of those words that a lot of people have similarities based on um, societal messaging on how, you know, the collective um, perceives and acts on, on certain words and how they've been adopted as uh, like catchphrasey type words um, and like more of a movement behind them. And so it might be very similar and at the same time it could be very, very different. Um, other people, you know, some people could hear the word power and think power over, um, which has a lot of negative connotations to it. Um, or we think about empowered and how we're empowered humans living our life's purpose. So there's just all these different um, ways it could go. And so I thought I'd just open up uh, today since today's soul print uh, share is really on how these two words are foundational and either maybe they're good words for you, you can adopt them, or uh, maybe you come up with different words for yourself or even just thinking about that um, and recognizing that as we're going out in the world, this, you know, could be some of the source of some of your miscommunication problems. So if you're saying a word and you mean one thing, but the person hears it and they say another th hear another thing, uh, something we can dive into in another episode. So for now, words are a label of a label of a label of a label based on all the filters that go through your brain. Um, and stay tuned as we meet Tavares Hogan's of True7CBD. Welcome back. And now we have with us Tavares Hogan's of True7CBD. Uh, super excited to have you as a featured guest this week so people can learn in your soul prints. There's lots of things going on in your world right now, which we'll get to in a minute. And first off, just like to always start off with, you know, what your major pivot was in life. You mentioned it was leaving corporate America. Can you share with us a little bit about what you were doing, how you navigated that change and what you're doing now? Yeah. I was in a high stake environment for quite some time, uh, 17 year background in sales, where for a large amount of that career, we were closing business every month. So every 30 days, we had that pressure of hitting a numbering and, and delivering a number. For the last seven years of that career, I transitioned to a supplier role where we didn't have the pressure of delivering that number every month, but we did have the pressure of hitting goals every month to deliver an end of the year number. So we had to phase to make quarterly numbers and we had to phase to make that yearly number. So a little bit less pressure, but still similar pressure. And for me, it got to a point where I was looking at my life and everything that I had quote unquote accomplished. And I didn't desire to have that amount of pressure in my life anymore. It was time for a change and I was ready to do something different that created healthier habits. I had always played sports and I was accustomed to pressure, but my body was giving me signals and indicators that, hey, you can't maintain at this level uh, for much longer. Wow. So you talk about pressure and it just makes me <clears throat> think of all of the things you have going on in your life right now, which I feel like some people would 
take that as a kind of pressure and different stress and balancing all those balls. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about a little snapshot of all those pieces um, and how, how you navigate this new pressure or stress or however you define that. So here's the interesting thing because I left the corporate space and then I got involved with a couple of different services. I've narrowed them down to two services right now, presentation skills, coaching and podcast coaching, but I had done management coaching, leadership training, mentorship, development, performance, learning, all of that. So I was trying to be, trying to be a jack of all trades. And that's not really good if you're trying to be laser focused to a target audience. So I narrowed that down to presentation skills, coaching and podcast coaching. I also have a CBD line. I also have a book mm. coming out at the end of the summer. I also have a podcast, which to your point, I transitioned from corporate pressure, but then I allowed myself to build what I was used to or accustomed to all this pressure again. So how do I make sure I'm not doing the same thing in that environment that, I, that I'm doing now? And honestly, it's mindfulness. I was literally just having a conversation with someone that I mentor about not transitioning from your previous space that was stressing you and going into that same stress, even though you're working for yourself. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes we have this, entrepreneurs have this attitude that if I'm going to work hard, I'd rather do it for myself. Well, you're going to cause yourself the same stress that you were blaming on this corporate situation. And what I realized is to a certain degree, I was allowing it to happen. And what I choose to do now is to not allow it to happen. I still have to work hard. I still have to be a hard driver, but I have to work smarter above working harder. Very excellent point. The working smarter. I know my own entry into entrepreneurialism had a lot of those, those same things. You're like, Ooh, I can do everything. And at some point you're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Just cause I can do everything. Doesn't mean I should be doing everything still, especially if it's bringing back the same, the same vibe when we worked in corporate. Um, yeah. And at, yeah. at the end of the day, what are we trying to accomplish? Like, why are we working so hard? What are we getting out of it? Is it to be able to say I'm a hard worker? Is it to make a million dollars? Is it to impact people? Listen, if you're aligned with your quote unquote, why, and you're working hard, I get it, but make sure you're working hard for the right reasons. And even then we still have to be smart about our health and different things of that mm -hmm. nature. And so that leads into the great next question is, why do you do what you do? Why do you do all these things? It is honestly to educate, empower, and impact. I feel like I'm a life giver. Uh, I love people. I love engaging in conversations. And I feel like through the conversations that we have and the impact that I have, I can just expose people to more life. There are a lot of us, and I've been guilty, that are just running around routinely and not really doing what we desire to do. So my hope is to empower people to take back some control of their life and not just do what the job tells you do to do or what the television tells you to do or what the system that you've put yourself in, what it tells you to do. Make sure you're engaged when you're coming to the plate, when you're coming to the table, when you're waking up every day and be aware of what you're putting in, what you're getting out, and what you're actually doing. Just be alive and enjoy life. Like, that's what I do it for. 
That's amazing. And I think we're going to hear a little bit more of that um, in a couple minutes when we hear just from you in your soul print section. Uh, before we get to that, since it is souls outside, always curious to ask our guests how, how nature being outside, being connected into the outer world uh, impacts your life and what you do. Yeah. And I'm probably one of those that kind of takes being outdoors for granted, or I don't do it enough. But working from home and my past life, I worked from home quite often. And most entrepreneurs, especially in this uh, time that we're in right now, you're working from, from home. And I don't know that I've always been intentional about going outdoors, but whenever I need a break, I would try to just walk outside and just enjoy this expansive environment, this beautiful world, the fresh air, different things of that nature. When <clears throat> I was dealing with a lot of stress in my prior role, I literally built a pond with a waterfall in my front yard so I can go out, mess around in the pond, clean it up, put some fish in there and do different things. And it forced me to be outside. It forced me to get that fresh air and it forced me to be engaged in that environment. That's amazing. I think we all need ponds with waterfalls in our front yards. I think that just needs to be a thing. S something, I mean, something to force us to be present yeah. with nature. Very much so. That's, yeah, I just fully agree. Something that for, especially at the beginning and then it becomes a habit and then you, you get some more intentionality with it. But at the beginning, oh, I think that's yeah. great. And sometimes it's work. Sometimes you have to force yourself to do it, but there's still that benefit, even though it is work. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being one of our featured guests today. Um, and I know you'll get into this maybe a little bit more in our next section, um, but you'll have in the show notes and everything, there will be a discount code for our listeners, for those of them who want to check out your CBD line. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for this time and looking forward to hearing more of your words of wisdom in a couple of minutes. Thank you. All right, welcome back everyone. So we're still here with Tavares Hogans of True7CBD. And after a really cool chat with him, now we're gonna hear him go a little deeper on some of his words of wisdom. Thank you, Shannon. So I wanna start with two of my most favorite words in the entire English language. It's attitude and it's effort. And the reason I love those two words is because you have 100% complete total control over those two words. You control your attitude and you control your effort. And that's why I built my company, True7Life and True7CBD on those two principles. For me, attitude, oftentimes I like to equate it to how high you can go. And effort, I equate it to how far you can go. I was fortunate enough to coach a peewee football team for about six years when I was living in Central Florida. I was living in Tampa. And when we would go out, our number one objective was to win in attitude and win in effort. And in life, if you're winning in attitude and you're winning in effort, there's going to be a lot of positivity that follows. There's no need to keep score. You know, at the end of the, at the, end of the game, the score is going to determine, in my opinion, who had the best attitude and who exerted the most amount of effort. So if I can out-effort my opponent and I can have a great attitude, I'm going to be highly successful. 
And that's what I try to instill in the individuals that we were coaching with. That's how I try to live my life. And I just get a lot of, I, I get a lot from those two words. If something isn't aligned or honestly, if I'm not getting the results that I desire to have, I often have to check myself and I have to look at my attitude and I have to check my effort. Now, oftentimes it's not a matter of effort. It's more so a matter of attitude. So I have to realign my attitude and make sure my attitude lines up with my end goal. Give you a little bit more insight into me. True Seven Life is a presentation skills company and a podcast consulting agency. And when it comes to presentation skills, there are three things that I like to talk about. I like to talk about preparation. I like to talk about engagement. And I like to talk about authenticity. I'm the individual that for a large part of my life, I struggled with public speaking. I struggled getting in front of individuals and sharing my thoughts. And with that, a lot of things were dictated to me. I would be in meeting rooms. And if there was something that I didn't agree with or something that I didn't necessarily go along with, I didn't have the courage or the confidence to speak up. And that's why I wrote my book, Finding Your Voice, that will be out late summer. And it's also why I enjoy empowering other individuals and helping them find their voice so they can get some of their life back and not be dictated to all of the time. We were speaking earlier on the podcast and talking about my lot in life. And it's to educate, it's to empower, and it's to impact. And at the end of the day, if I can do those three things and give life and expose people to more life and have them enjoy their time on this earth, I'm a happy person. What do you think, Shannon? <laughs> I think that's amazing. And I love the two words that you share, like attitude and effort and how it really just boils down to those two things. I think that's, I love simplicity things like that, where it's just these two things, focus here and you can go from there. Yeah, one thing that's kind of been synonymous in my life is, and it sucks a lot of times, but taking the high road, disciplining yourself, doing things the right way, sometimes it sucks because you want to act out and you want to uh, play in the gray area from time to time, but long term, the results will, the results will show. So anybody that's struggling with, they've been doing the right things and they have the right ingredients, but they hadn't got the results that they wanted, keep stirring the stew. If you have the right ingredients, the pasta sauce will eventually thicken. Things will work out the way that they're supposed to work out. And part of the reason that I'm able to enjoy this second phase of my life is because I deny myself some instant gratification and some temporary happiness for long-term happiness that I'm experiencing. And now that I'm in this, the second half, which hopefully will be longer than the first half, but I can focus on other individuals opposed to focusing on, on just my needs. And that's from being disciplined and doing the right things over and over again, even though it's difficult a lot of times. Mm. 
Yeah, those moments when you're like, man, I just, well, for me, it was the beginning of everything shutting down. I was like, cool, that would be so easy just to shut down with the rest of the world and like, shut, just shut down. And then you're like, oh, except if that's, is that the right thing? That really gave me my best long-term strategy. So I chose not the shutdown option. Yeah. And it's okay. tough. It's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge. Like, uh, you have to go to bed early. You have to get up early. You have to uh, deny yourself uh, social engagements when your friends are out having a good time and all of that. And it's, it's not forever, but again, it's, it's temporary. So you can have that long-term success and that long-term satisfaction and gratification. Excellent. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your words of wisdom with us today. I know I'm inspired uh, to keep focusing on attitude and effort um, and really like doing the right thing. Um, and we mentioned earlier that you are offering a discount code um, to CBD line that you have. Did you want to say anything about that? Yeah, so True 7 CBD, we started the company probably about eight months ago. Uh, I was I wasn't necessarily looking for a product for myself, but I was, the way stress impacted me, it went to my body first. It started affecting my back. And then I went and got acupuncture and fixed that. And then it, it, it started attacking my heart. It was like, if you're not going to pay attention to me, I'm going to go somewhere where you're forced to listen to me. And then CBD came into my life. I went to a couple conferences and heard about the impact that it had on others. And we chose to uh, start the CBD company. We've got 44 different SKUs. And to your point, we are offering a discount code to all of the listeners. And that discount code is SOUL7, S-O-U-L-7. It'll be good until the end of, let's say until the end of, let's say until the end of August. Uh, so ab about 90 days, 15% off by using the code SOUL7. And the website is www.true7cbd. You can find us on Facebook at True7CBD and also on Instagram at True7CBD. Excellent. Well, thank you again for, well, for offering that to all of our listeners, for your time today, sharing your words of wisdom with everyone so we can follow in your soul prints. And looking forward to hearing more about your book when it launches at the end of the summer. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to catch me outside, you can catch me playing golf. That's about a good four or five hours outside. All right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today on Souls Outside. And we hope you enjoyed walking in our featured guest Soul Prince as much as we did. As always, we like to wrap up each episode with our extreme gratitude and appreciation for our founding sponsors who quite literally made it possible for Souls Outside to become a reality. First off, special thanks goes to Eche Savas and her company Palindrome Design for the amazing cover art and noting that their sponsorship comes in support of their passion project, Self Build Sustainable. We'd also like to thank Chuck Henry for his amazing music, original music that is featured throughout the episode. And of course, Elise Cannon, our amazing editor who quite literally made it possible for any of these episodes to see the light of day. They probably would still be on a hard drive on my computer without her expertise, skill, and passion for editing. So we thank them so, so, so much. And until next time, we hope you enjoy your journey and continue following in the soul prints of those who have gone before. 
Hey, one last thing before you go. If you wish you could talk about this episode with myself, our featured guests, or other like-minded individuals like yourself, uh, join us on Facebook or LinkedIn in our Souls Outside Facebook and LinkedIn groups. On Facebook, we do watch parties, uh, both with awesome conversations about what we talked about and are able to answer your questions on how you can go even further on your soul print journey. See you there.